Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're at in this world. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. So, uh, a few things today, and then we've got a very different special episode, okay? But just super excited on the progress we have had with the Marketing Blueprint program, just really, really diving deep into already websites, uh, not development, but how to optimize your websites. Then this week, we're spending uh, how to develop your target audience and stuff. And then this week, we're really diving deep into uh, content creation, into optimizing Google, into really figuring out how to build sustainable referrals sources that don't necessarily rely just on other people sending you businesses. And we are going to talk about uh, like building up veterinary partnerships and stuff. But the thing about it is that we don't want to have to rely on it. Okay. And in a little bit, I'm going to share a little bit about my story and you're going to understand why I couldn't rely on veterinary referrals and what was the challenge behind it and why I had to build different marketing systems that in the wrong, in the long run proved to be very sustainable while at the same time, then over time, as we build trust, we were able to build up relationship with different veterinary partners. So very excited about that. Super proud of the students that have gone through it. Uh, uh, if you still have any questions about it, like, and, and, and you wanna, you wanna join the buzz a little bit late, like, just shoot me a message. I can see what we can make it work. Okay. The other thing too is the Star Conference. All right, Star Conference. Uh, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, it is a, a fully focused, clinically focused animal rehabilitation conference that takes place in New Jersey later this month, September's uh, 27th through the 30th, basically. And um, I've never attended in person. The Star Conference, for those of you who have been in the field of canine rehab for a while, you know it's been around for probably a good 10 years or so. I was never able to attend uh, pre-COVID, and then this is the first time that it's coming back since COVID. So super excited. We're going to be there with the Canine PT Academy. We're going to have a, a table, a booth set up over there. So I'm basically going to be there all those three days, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, just ready to chat with you guys, just get to meet some of you who I never met in person, the people who I have met in person, just catch up with you and everything. And then the other day I was thinking like, okay, wouldn't it be so fun to actually, if there is enough interest, of course, to actually have a little business meetup a little business meetup, completely unofficial, completely informal, where we can just network and talk through it and, 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 and have some conversations with other people in this field who are going through the same challenges that we're going through. So if you are going to be at the STAR conference and you are potentially interested in doing this informal business meetup, please, please let us know. Email me, Francisco, F-R-A-N-C-I-S-C-O, at theK9PT.com, or send us a DM on social media or anything like that, and let me know, okay? I'm going to be arriving there Tuesday afternoon, late into the evening. Uh, we can do potentially a meetup on Tuesday evening, but I probably know a lot of you guys are going to be flying in that Tuesday evening as well. So it might have to be something more like potentially Wednesday evening. Like I said, completely informal, maybe even just kind of like grabbing some tables at the hotel bar, just hanging around, having some drinks, having some appetizers, and just sharing 
sharing and in, 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 in what we know it's working, what it's our challenges and just learning from other people. I just thought out about the other day that I was like, man, this would be really cool. This is going to be such a cool conference. Just people coming from everywhere, even from overseas to learn more about the clinical side of, of animal rehab. But how about the people who are just need a little bit more of the business support? How about we just just do a meetup. So if this is something that you interest, please let me know as soon as possible, okay? As soon as possible. So that way we can have an idea on like how many people be potentially interested and see kind of like how it would potentially work out logistically, okay? But Thursday evening, there is the official Star Conference cocktail party and stuff. So of course that's going on. And then Friday evening, I think probably a lot of us are gonna be heading out of town. I know I'm, I'm taking a flight very late uh, uh, from New Jersey to Chicago. So probably if we make something work, it'll probably be that Wednesday, okay? All right, but let's get to today's podcast episode. All right. So and it's it's kind of like wild to be quite honest for me to think that we've been doing this podcast now every week for a little bit over a year now cuz if memory serves me right we launched the podcast officially was like August 4th. So it's been about 13 months. It was August 4th of 2022. And this is episode 61. So we already launched 60 different episodes. And it's just fascinating for me to be like, look back and see like all this body of work, all this knowledge that I'm sharing. Uh, uh, because in, in, in kind of like proud of myself, to be quite honest, of like not missing a beat on it. Even in weeks that it's busier, even when in weeks that it's like, oh man, like I have to go and record a podcast episode. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean that like it just adds one more thing that I have to do. I get super excited about it, even though I have to take the time to think about what I'm going to say, record the podcast episode and everything. Like one thing that has made me so worth it for me to do this week in and week out, it's honestly the feedback that I have received from quite a few of you on how helpful the contents that we're putting together has been for you. And just knowing that this is actually creating something impactful for every single one of you, it just makes it all worth it, to be quite honest. And I can look at the metrics on the um, on the podcast website, and I can see like how many downloads we're getting, and I can see where are people downloading this from. With that, that's another thing too, like to see people downloading this podcast, not just from the US, but from Canada, South Africa, Australia, United Kingdom, Scotland, Thailand, Germany, Spain, Brazil, of course, like, you know, quite a few people from Brazil, which if you guys don't know, I'm from Brazil. Uh, it's, it's just awesome to be able to kind of like, with technology nowadays, be able to make like, put together something that, you know, gets so, uh, 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 gets delivered like worldwide and 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 the thing that it makes it worth it it's not even looking at those metrics and stuff but it is actually hearing from you guys and the people who have reached out after like particular episodes just to let me know sometimes like hey I just listened to this episode and it really struck for me and I really appreciate it. Or people that sometimes reach out because they have any uh, uh, like follow-up questions or something like that like never never be afraid of reaching out guys like i it, it truly makes me realize that like this is worth it this is helping you all right and 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 that for me it's what allows me to kind of like keep kind of like pushing forward and 
as I was kind of like looking at those things and reflecting back and whatnot, I've realized that now that, you know, now it's been 13 months. And during this time, we have gained new audience members. And some of you guys have been following me for a while, even pre-podcast. But some of you guys are just kind of like coming along this journey right now. And you're probably wondering, like, who who is Francisco? Like, why should I listen to him? What does he know about business? You know, so I thought it would be a good point right now for me to share once again, a little bit of my background, a little bit of my journey into this field of canine rehab, which I never shared on the podcast. Even though we have had 60 episodes today, I have shared a little bit of my journey in uh, other ways, different trainings I've done in the past kind of stuff, but I have never shared that on the podcast. And I was like, you know what? I I, I should share that with you guys. Not, And I don't mean sharing that as a way to kind of like pat myself on the back and I'll be like, oh, look where I'm at kind of stuff. But simply because I have gone through a lot of challenges since I uh, 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 got my CCRT eight years ago, I went through a lot of challenges to get to this point. And I know that some of you all are facing those same exactly challenges. And I want you to be able to hear from me that like this is doable this is possible and i'm not saying it's easy but what i wanted to show to you is that it is possible okay and another reason to be quite honest another reason why i was like you know what this is a good time for me to kind of like share my journey is because recently i was uh, and recently i mean like last week or so i was running some updated numbers for our clinic for the k pt in chicago to see where we at for the year you know and this and that and then I've realized actually that in the next like month or two, we're actually gonna surpass like a benchmark that to be quite honest, I I couldn't even dream of. I honestly couldn't even think that this was possible. And and I know sometimes these things are just numbers in the paper, but the impact that they make with pet owners around us, the impact that has made with staff members, the impact that, of course, it has made in my life is just even even bigger than the number itself. But what I've realized that, and, and, and I had a hard time believing myself, was the fact that in the next month or two, we're actually going to surpass $2 million in total revenue for the K9 PT. $2 million in total revenue. Now, that did not happen overnight. That's revenue since we opened the business in 2018. So it is basically almost five and a half, six years of revenue cutted into that. So it's not an overnight success and that's not what I'm trying to portray at all. But the thing that really stood out was then I decided to run those numbers basically from April, 2020. And I was like, okay, what has happened since COVID? April, 2020, how much revenue do we generate then over the last about what 38 39 months since april 2020 and that accounted for actually 1.7 million dollars in revenue so out of those two two million dollars in revenue that happened over the last six years 1.7 is going to come from the last three years close to three and a half years right so you can see it's not an overnight success there was a lot of grinding over the first one or two years to get kind of like you know, to that point, basically, you know, but the reason why I looked into what happened since April 2020, it wasn't even, it was a little bit because of COVID, but it was actually because that was the turning point where the business became more than just myself. 
So back in 2018 and 2019, like the business was just me. The business was just Francisco. And then what happened is that in February of 2020, that's when we opened our clinic. Before that, I was mobile. In February 2020, perfect timing, right? Right before COVID. But in February 2020, we opened the clinic in Chicago. And a little bit before that, that's when we started to grow our team. So towards the end of 2019, that's when I hired uh, uh, my first administrative staff and my first PT. And then in 2021, we hire another administrative staff and another PT and then kind of like, you know, continue to grow from that point on. Right. And that's something that uh, uh, it's very important to point out. And that's why I wanted to share is that it. It's scary. It's scary as hell to grow a business, to be able to take the responsibility, to be able to take that pressure, take that stress, the anxiety and everything that can come along with it. But there's just so much more that we can do when we're not working alone. Right. It's that that old like proverb, like if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together like this numbers show that they're like, yes, the first two years of the K9 PT, it was wonderful. It was a grind. It was wonderful, but it was just me and it was a grind. And I was very successful and I was able to make that work and I was making good money and I could have kept that way. But look at the impact that we have had then over the last three years, not just from a revenue perspective, but what that revenue means, because that revenue means that we helped hundreds, thousands, actually, thousands of pets and pet owners in the Chicago area. That revenue means that we have had staff, staff that were able to uh, uh, be impacted in their personal lives because they're able to work in a place like the K9 PT. And that's the thing that it's more important than anything else. Right. And I don't want you to kind of like miss that point with it. But let me dial back. Okay, and tell you like, how did it this all started, right? So as I mentioned a little bit earlier, I'm actually from Brazil, that I have shared many times before, I still have a little bit of an accent. Um, even though it's not as thick of an accent as it was back in 2005, when I moved to the United States. But I grew up in Brazil, and I moved to the United States when I was 20 years old to go to college. And growing up, I played soccer. And I played soccer at a very competitive level. And the thing that I found myself, I remember when I was kind of like 15, 16 years old or so, it's like I would get hurt, right, playing soccer. Luckily, nothing major. I never had surgery or anything like that. The the biggest, um, the, the, the most annoying injury that I had was actually like a sports hernia that did keep me off for like six, seven months or so, but never required surgery, luckily. But even going through physical therapy for like a pulled muscle, pulled hamstring and this and that, and, and also the sports hernia, I always found myself really fascinated by the body, by the human body, by the anatomy and how it moves and the biomechanics of it and that kind of stuff. So it kind of like started leading me towards just gravitating towards knowing that I wanted to work in the healthcare field and I wanted to work in it's something that was related to that, to the body movement and the biomechanics, which then being a physical therapist ended up being the perfect kind of like fit for it. 
Um, so then the thing was like, you know, uh, uh, in Brazil and how it is in, in a lot of other countries too, physical therapy is like a bachelor's degree. So then suddenly I moved to the United States to go to college and I was like, oh shoot, like over here it's much more than a bachelor's degree. It's actually like a seven year degree between your bachelor's and your doctorate. But I was like, you know what, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. So that's what I'm going to go for, right? So went through all of that, uh, uh, played soccer in college, got into the University of Pittsburgh, went through the University of Pittsburgh DPT program, and then April of 2012, finally kind of like graduated with my DPT. And at that point in time, I didn't even know about canine rehab. I didn't even know that that was a thing at all. And then I was a, a PT for about a year, year and a half or so. At some point, I'm trying to remember, it was some point like mid-2013, fall 2013 or so. I had a co-worker that she was about to take the first module with the Canine Rehab Institute. And then I've heard her saying something about that. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. Like, are you saying that you're going to go and learn how to do physical therapy with the dogs? And she was like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. And like, my mind was blown. Like, I was like, what? Like, is that a thing? You know? And like, the thing is that I always loved dogs. I grew up with a toy poodle in our households. My wife and I, we always loved dogs from the time we started dating back in 2007. We always talked about having dogs. And we had a dog at that point in time. We adopted Ringo. Um, back from the Western Pennsylvania Humane Society in April of 2010. So, and, and, and he, of course, you know, was, was our, our first baby, our first child. And when I found out that I could do this with dogs, I was just like, oh my God, yes. Like, where do I sign up? And I think it, my wife, if I remember correctly, she was even like, yes, do this. Like, this is absolutely what you need to be doing. So I always had her uh, support through all of that. So 2014 came around, started going through CRI. It took me quite a bit, you know, uh, uh, as it does for some of us, because I had to use my own time off, my own finances and stuff to fly down to Florida and do all the programs and stuff. But then in spring, March of 2015, I finished that and I did my internship. And that coincided also with the point in time where my wife was finishing her graduate studies. She has a PhD in epidemiology. She was finishing that also in Pittsburgh. And we had no roots in Pittsburgh. And we absolutely loved living in Pittsburgh. But the challenge was that every, every friendship basically that we made while we were in college, they all had moved away they basically all had moved away. So we just, we realized it became time for us to figure out what's the next step in our life, right? And she's from Indiana, she's from the Midwest, and we consider it, we consider moving back to Indianapolis where we met when we were undergraduate. We consider moving potentially to Louisville, Kentucky, which is close to her hometown in Southern Indiana. But then Chicago uh, became the perfect spot for us. We love the city. We love what the city provides. Uh, uh, even though, like I said, she grew up in a small town, she have grown to really enjoy the city living. And we wanted it somewhere where we could easily fly to places. My family could fly over here and visit us. That it would give us the the 
like the different opportunities that we were looking for. And one of those opportunities, which wasn't the reason why I moved to Chicago, but it did play a role, was the fact that then I had finished my CCRT and at the clinic where I did my internship, they actually offered me a position to go and work as a canine physical therapist. It was, a, it is a veter, uh, standalone veterinary uh, rehab clinic. I, I guess I should say integrative clinic. They do rehab, hydrotherapy, acupuncture, and all that kind of stuff, but they don't do any general practice. They only do uh, integrative medicine here in Chicago. So got that offer and we decided, you know what? Yeah, let's kind of like move to Chicago and see how that goes. So started working in the field of animal rehab, basically full-time, had a full-time job. Uh, uh, I think it was like, yeah, June, June of 20, when would it have been? 2015. Okay. And that was all good to be quite honest until it wasn't. And that's where I think a lot of you guys are probably going to like resonate with parts of this journey is that we know that the field of veterinary medicine as a whole, it does not necessarily pay as much as like human medicine, right? We, we all kind of like are aware of that, even though luckily it is changing. You know, I think that has been over the last two to three years, definitely a growth with the field of veterinary medicine in general and with the wages for all of us that kind of like are somewhat working in this field. If you're a vet, a vet tech or someone like a PT kind of like working in this field of animal rehab kind of stuff. But we know that that can be kind of like very challenging, especially for a specialty like rehab. So what happened is I follow my passion of working with dogs and seeing dogs, but I was paid basically like a veterinary assistant. Even though I was a doctor of physical therapy, I was paid. I started with uh, my salary was actually $18 an hour. And over the following couple of years, it grew to $19.50 an hour. But then that was it. Right? So here I was, me, DPT, doctor of physical therapy, doing what I loved, but basically struggling every day of my life because of it. Struggling financially, but also struggling, as you can imagine, just mentally as well because of it, right? Because what happened is that, cool, I'm going to go, I'm going to work this job. And on my days off, at that point, it was just me and my wife and our dogs, like didn't have a child. So it's like, on my days off, I'm going to get a job as a home health contractor in physical therapy, make some extra money and this and that. And, and I did that for the first year. And then I've realized that I was literally working seven days a week, about 60 plus hours a week, but I was still only making something like $45,000 a year. You know, top of that with like student loans and everything. I was like, this is not sustainable. Like I can't be working this many hours and making just this amount of money. And look, I, I, I'm not shy of like working hard. That's how I grew the business. But it's got to have that payoff at the end, right? So that was kind of like the thing that was starting to get very frustrating. Then the other thing that was getting frustrated about one year or so into working at that clinic is that I thought, of course, that, hey, I'm going to come, I'm going to work here, and I'm going to show them the value that a physical therapist brings to the table and how different our skill set is. And then once they see it, they're going to give me a raise. And then what happened is that at my one year review, I asked for a raise and I got the raise to like $19.50. And that was it. And they were like, yeah, we cannot, that, that's, your, that's your cap. 
basically, right? So I was like, shoot, like, that's not what I had playing in my mind. I mean, you know, that really sucks. The other thing that kind of like really sucked with it was the fact that what I've realized is that their business model was also changing. So they had built this clinic with the premise that it would be a collaboration between veterinarians and physical therapists working together to really kind of like what's best for the canine patient with the physical therapy and the veterinarians doing the evaluation together, then the physical therapist carrying through the rehab plan of care kind of stuff while the vets would do the vet stuff. And that's how it was for the most part when I joined it. But then I started noticing a shift during that time that I was there. Over time, they hired two, three different, like not even veterinary technicians, veterinary assistants, like people who had a background uh, um, as a dog walker, for example, that basically it was like, oh yeah, I want to be an animal rehab therapist. And they would sponsor their training, train a combination with in-house training and sending through the certification for them to become certified. But they weren't even licensed veterinary technicians at all, let alone like a physical therapist. And then what happened is that those people then suddenly started getting placed to do the evaluation along with the veterinarian. And I remember one day my schedule was open at the same time where an evaluation was coming in and the evaluation was scheduled with an assistant and the veterinarian. And I remember asking the practice manager about that, you know, and she basically told me that like, oh yeah, that's kind of like what we're going to start doing more often now. And I was like, oh shoot. Like, okay. Like, all right, I guess I'm kind of like worthless over here now. Right? Like, what's the point? Like, what's the point of me keep trying to kind of like show them the skill set that I have, show the value that I can bring as a physical therapist kind of stuff, right? But it got to the point where I've realized that, you know what, in their mind, they saw no difference between me, a doctor of physical therapy, and a veterinary assistant. So I've realized that even though I love what I do, I love seeing these dogs, this is just not going to work. And I don't mean this is not going to work just from a financial perspective, which now you understand why it wouldn't, but it wouldn't work from a mental health perspective. Like that was basically like a mental abuse, right? And, 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 and that was like a very, very tough time in my life, to be quite honest. And just feeling so undervalued, just feeling so like, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for, but just for lack of a better word, just feeling like shit. Just just being treated like shit. So as you can imagine, like I had no confidence, I had no self esteem, like I I had like I was missing a purpose in life, to be quite honest. And I remember getting home some evenings and stuff from work and I would literally had to have like a drink of whiskey to kinda like just calm myself down basically. And of course, I was working like crazy. So I had no time to work out, no time to care of myself. I gained like a good like 20 to 30 pounds or so. And it's it's crazy because every year on those Facebook memories thing, there is a picture that comes of a vacation my wife and I took back in like April or like May of 2017. And I look at that picture and I like I barely recognize myself. Like I just, 
now I look back and I'm like, man, like, I could see through my eyes in the picture how stressful I looked. I can see my body, how I was not able to take care of myself. And as you can imagine, it all, it was all just like snowballing into personal life, into personal relationships. And I've realized that, yes, I absolutely love what I do over here, but this is just not going to work. This is just not sustainable. Something's going to have to give. And then that's when the idea of, well, I, I guess the idea of coming out and opening the K9 PT, like, wasn't, I, I think at that point it was just like a, a dream, basically. It's like, yeah, like, you know, maybe I'll go out and open my own business. But man, I was like, I had no models that I could look around and be like, oh, yeah, look at this person. They have done this and it has really worked. Like, there was, to my knowledge at that point in time, there was no one in the fields that had done that. Not that I had found someone that had done that. That just left and was like, you know what? I'm just going to go on my, out on my own and I'm just going to make this work. And I, ne- I really needed that. And that's what I'm trying to be for you all. It's kind of like like this North Star of like, yeah, this, this can happen. And I don't mean even just me. All those interviews we have done some of our students earlier this year, that too. Like you're going to, if you go back and you listen to that, you're going to, sh- you're going to see a lot of a lot of similar stories like this a lot of similar stories of people that didn't know anything about business but they're like you know what if i'm going to make this work i'm going to have to figure this ish out right because basically i i i had my uh, self against the wall it was either me going back and being a human pt and being miserable because that's not what i wanted to do or just stay where i was at but basically at the detriment of like risking losing everything else in my life, right? So the idea came of like, okay, what if I started going to people's homes, right? Because I was doing the home health thing. I never mind driving. I grew up driving in Sao Paulo, Brazil, which is one of the craziest places to learn how to drive. So for me, driving in Chicago is like nothing. So it's like, okay, what if I start driving to go to people's homes? And that's kind of like where the idea came from. So this was like, August or so of 2017. But the problem was that I literally knew nothing about business, absolutely nothing about business. So I was like, you know what? I I have to figure this out. At least the basic stuff, I have to figure it out. So I was ready to take that next step, but I had to figure out how I'm going to make this work. How I'm going to make this work. So I put my notice in September 2017 and then October of that year, yes, the K9PT is officially open for business. But that was just on paper because I had zero clients, zero, zero clients. And I, during the whole time, I started taking programs, taking courses from people that teach marketing, teach stuff to human physical therapists and try to start applying those concepts to it kind of stuff. And I literally had to build everything within my business, like the websites, our EMR, like everything I did it myself. Like if you look at the website, it's it's not what it is today, but it was still using the same platform. And I built that website and then we made better over the years. So I had to figure out all of this because I had no money to pay someone to do any of this stuff. And the challenge that I was really, really encountering with the first few months is that like I, I, not being a veterinarian was not opening doors for me. 
because I was getting faced with skepticism around the veterinary community in Chicago because uh, I was the first non-veterinarian to basically be doing this on, on their own. So they were not used to referring to non-veterinarians. And also, at that point in time, they were just so conditioned to just sending any uh, uh, rehab referral to the clinic where I used to work at because that clinic had been around for a decent amount of time. So this was probably about late 2017 or early 2018 that I was like, you know what? Like, I need to learn how to bypass the veterinary community here and speak directly to the pet parents. And that's what I went on a journey to try to learn, this direct-to-consumer marketing kind of approach, basically, right? So didn't happen overnight, but I really dove deep into it. Summer of 2018, fall 2018, started implementing those things. And then little by little, really started to take off really started to take off, especially as I got into 2019, where at that point in time, I had been in business for a little bit over a year. We had a decent amount of like uh, uh, word of mouth stuff that we had built, community partnerships that we have built. But then that's when I started really figuring it out. Google, that's when I started really figuring out other ways to really build sustainability into the business. And then little by little, we were able to basically do that and build the systems that then going into 2020, like I talked about earlier, it helped us not just make it through COVID, but really grow at such an exponential rate through COVID. Where when COVID hit us, the clinic had just opened and it was me, one other PT and one administrative staff. But then by June of that year, we had to hire another administrative staff because we were getting so busy. And in September of 2020, we hired another physical therapist because we were getting even busier. Right. So the model like worked. The model worked. And then we just continued to grow through there. I, I, I didn't push to grow in 2021 because that's when my wife and I was going through IVF. And then we had our daughter and this and that. And, you know, that, that's a whole other story, too. But then... 2022, we're like, you know what? We should expand. And we expanded the clinic. So now we have a 2,500 square foot clinic. Now we have a team of administrative people, a marketing co coordinator, four different administrative staff, a couple of physical therapists. We're hiring. So if you're, if you're looking, if you're a physical therapist and you're listening to this and you're looking for a position, reach out. We're hiring for physical therapists. We have the physical space to grow now and add more PTs to the team. Right? But our model has created a sustainable way that allow us to thrive rather than just survive. And that's kind of like what I try to pass it along to my mentees. All the systems, all the marketing, all the sales, all the operational procedures. Like, but not just kind of like here, plug this into your business and use, but like actually teach you the why behind it. Teach you how do you actually put those pieces of the puzzle together because that's the most important thing. And along the way, also, how do we figure out the thing that stops us the most, which is our own selves, right? Because as you could imagine, for me to going from the bottom of the barrel where I was back by the time I put my notice at the clinic to where, where I needed to get to be able to grow the business, that took a lot of personal growth. And that was painful. That's painful. But it, it is what it's needed when you're going to grow something, 
when you're going to invest yourself into growing a business it, 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 you have to work on yourself like your business is only going to grow as much as you grow yourself as an individual along that journey and that's probably the most important thing that i want you to take away from it and it's a continuous kind of process too it's not like oh cool friend you work through this and now you're you're set like no it's a continuous process there's always things like they're going to get to us there's always different phases with the business that are going to get to us, especially when it gets to the point of then growing beyond just ourselves, because then it, it adds a whole other layer to it, where then it's not just you, you're managing other people. You're managing a whole team. You're taking that responsibility, right? And we shouldn't take that for granted ever. But then that's where the K9 PT Academy came to be, and then eventually this podcast it's because I wanted other canine rehab therapists to achieve the same level of success. And that's one of the things that I'm freaking proud as hell in my life is being able to see people, a lot of PTs, but veterinarians as well, that were just stuck, stuck in their lives, stuck in a job that was just draining the life out of them like my job was, and then now see them thrive with their own business. Like, that's like priceless. That's absolutely priceless, right? And that's what I wanted. That's why I wanted to share this with you all, so you can see that like it is possible, and it's not just me. Like, there's nothing, absolutely nothing special about me. Besides, like, just a pursuit of never giving it up, and just a pursuit of just like, like always trying to like push myself to the limit. And I make no apologies for anything that I say because of it, too. And I know some people in our field hate me because of it. Wonderful. Let them hate me. I don't care. Because for every person that hates me for what I do, there's 10 other that are thankful for what I do. And I'll take those 10 any day. Any day. And I'll just let the haters be haters. Right? Isn't that the Taylor Swift song? Haters gonna hate. <laughs> right? Haters gonna hate. Right? But then that's that's where the K9PT Academy came to be, and that's where I've realized that yeah, the clinic is freaking awesome. I love what we do over there every day. I love what we do there every day. But how much of an impact can I have? in our field if I'm able to grow that just beyond our clinic, be able to help individuals all over the US and in different countries be able to emulate the success that we have had with the K9PT into their own business. How much of an impact would I have with the pet community because of all those people being able to do what they love and being able to help the pet community around them? And that's what the K9PT Academy is about. That's what I'm about. Okay, so hopefully you find in some point of this story, you find some inspiration, you found some kick in the butt, you find something that it's like, yes, I can do this. Because guess what? You can. And I'm not, I'm not saying it is easy. No, it is not easy. It is not easy. But I'm telling you, it is 100% worth it. It is 100% worth it. 
for you to push through those demons, for you to push through those fears and make this something of your own. Make something that you don't have to feel stuck to. Make a business model that uh, fulfills what you want as a provider, the, the level of service that you want to provide as a practitioner, but also for what you want from your life. And that's the last thing I'm going to leave you with. It's like business does not have to be something that takes away from our personal lives. Yes, it does require some sacrifices through different times. You're not necessarily going to have a nine. You're not going to have a nine to five job. I'm not even going to say necessarily. I'm telling you, you're not going to have a nine to five job being a business owner. You're going to have to deal with things sometimes on your own, sometimes during outside hours, sometimes get caught up on the weekends. But it doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to take away from your life. It can actually help you achieve what you want from it. Your business can be the vehicle for whatever you want to accomplish in your life. All right. So if this was helpful to you guys, and I have been going now for 40 minutes, definitely longer than what I had planned, but let me know. I honestly would love to hear from you guys. Like it honestly helps me know that, you know what, this is worth it. Me taking the time to do this is actually impacting you. Shoot me a DM, shoot me an email. Let me know. And then if you're going to be at the Star Conference and you want to meet up, also let me know as soon as possible. And we're going to put something together. As informal as it could be, we're going to put something together so we can all spend some time. We can all learn from each other. All right. Thank you guys so much. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapist if you enjoyed what we had to say please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review you can also email us at hello at caninptacademy.com that's hello at caninptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions and go to caninptacademy.com to find more resources and content including our fee calculator spreadsheet which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions because let's face it determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field you can also find all of that information and more under the show notes finally i would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company i may be associated with thank you for listening and remember if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business then what's the point in doing so so please go ahead and start having some fun